like I said, I think the top eight, top seven, top eight is pretty locked in, but I think those last couple spots in the top 10 uh, are wide open for the overall points. Like Ruse Evans was ninth last year and, and kitchen who had a really bad year. I think he would agree. He was still 10 yeah. points. Um, you know, you get a podium, you get a win, you know, you're going to bump up in those points quick. So Episode 125, AFT 2023 Preview Pod. Robert McClendon on the other side of the mic. What's up, man? Ready for this preview pod, or what are you thinking? I'm I'm ready for the preview pod. Unfortunately, it sounds like neither one of us are technically ready for the uh, the race that we're previewing, but uh, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I Honestly, man, it was like, I feel like I blinked in January and now it's bike week. I was, it's crazy how fast the winter, the winter goes like, and I, honestly, I'm starting to learn it. Like you think you have all this time, but realistically, like once the new year kicks, like kicks over the calendar, it's only like two months until you're, oh. you're, you're ready to go again. It's a, it's a grind. I mean, it's not much as not as much of a grind as like the supercross motocross guys. Cause they only get, they only get a few weeks off, but I mean, for us, it's right back to it, dude. Yeah. But with the supercross guys, like no offense. I mean, obviously their industry is uh, what a hundred times bigger than the flat track industry, but like, you know, work, it seems like flat track guys are constantly waiting on last minute parts. Like I can be specific, you know, Henson clutches makes amazing clutches and they flat out told me like, Hey man, like we'll get you some clutches as soon as we get some, but uh supercross is the priority. And you know, there's a lot more supercross riders than there are flat trackers. So just little stuff like that makes me not hundred percent ready, but we'll get there. I don't think I'd like a slipper clutch in a supercross race. It was, is not a slipper clutch or what? Just how, how much supercross experience do you personally have though? I I don't know if I would like one, but I'm just relaying what they said. So I just feel like, I don't don't know. I I would want more engine braking on 180 corners to, uh, I don't know. Fuck. I I literally have no idea. So anyway, you don't use your front brake, man. Slow your ass down. Good thing. It's not a supercross preview pod and it's a flat track one, but I want to give you a shout out. Yeah, I, I have no clue. I have no clue what I'm talking about. But uh, you're yeah. gonna be you're the super gross guy backing it into the berm corners. Like, what do you do in rail the berm and you're like crossed up back to the end? I don't even think I don't My know. If, ain't working. I don't even know if I would double the trip. I mean, dude, those jumps are scary. So yeah, I don't. Dude, have you ever walked on a supercross track after oh, yeah, the race? Dude, yeah, yeah. The gnarliest shit you've ever seen. Like the yeah. stands make it no like these jumps are like four foot high, just whoops. Yeah. Anyway, back to flat track, back to flat track, back to flat track. Sorry. Well, let's get into it. I want to shout out Mission Foods for sponsoring the podcast, supporting the industry, keeping us going week in and week out. Uh, Make sure you guys support Mission Foods. Go out, buy some products, send them a message on on social media. Thank them for supporting flat track and and racing. And let's keep them involved because it's really cool what the whole crew of Mission Foods is doing. And uh, and they're big supporters of this podcast as well. Without them, we, we wouldn't be able to do this. So appreciate Mission Foods. I want to give a shout out to Indy Motorcycles. Since 1901, Indy Motorcycles has been the choice of riders who make their own rules. Big supporters of American Flat Track, Moto America, Super Hooligan Racing, and much, much more. Go test ride a bike and, and get on an Indian motorcycle, man. They're they're badass bikes. And I'm still waiting for my my challenger from Gary Gray. I haven't gotten the mail yet. So um, I'm just. I haven't uh, got one either. What's going on there? Maybe yeah. they're just stuck in tracking. The, the shipping is backed up. 
I figured once they shit can Mises factory contract, I would get one. But then I kind of saw that they are, they're heavily supporting racing still. And I saw their contingency and I get it, man. It's probably no room in the budget for a challenger for CTEX, but uh, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's cool what they're doing, and we're gonna, like I said, we're gonna get into this preview pod. And there's a lot of riders, more than I thought. I I take that back. There's a lot more than I thought riding riding the FTR 750s, and it's because they're proven winning, you know, proven motorcycles that win races every year. So, uh, yeah. So Rob, we'll uh, we're gonna do. So we're kind of winging this, but we have I have some structure, but we're gonna do. Um, we're gonna do a season preview. We're gonna do the singles and the twins. And then we'll talk directly about Daytona because I don't think we're going to get another podcast in prior to Daytona just because um, I'm doing all these amateur races with Cruz and Evan and I'm going to race the all-star race one or two what? of them. What class? Uh, singles. <laughs> AFT or whatever it is. <laughs> Steve Nay singles. Wait, yeah. I thought you had to have a license though. I thought, or no, no, they, they allow fast uh, amateurs. Yeah, yeah, fast amateurs, which I, I don't even know what I am at this point. Um. I, I, I want to call Steve personally and be like, dude, this vet's out of shape. He's not been riding. And well, yeah, I can't you need to run, get into that class. I can't race amateur because, well, I can't race like amateur, big amateur races in AMA because you have to take a year off from pro. But if I race, and I can't race pro because I don't have a pro license. So I have to, I, there's not like a lot I can race this year. I have to, I have to find like the events that, uh, that I'm able to do. And Steve Nace has, yeah, he lets, which is cool. He lets like uh fast amateurs or former pros race the, uh, the expert singles. So for sure, I'm doing the expert singles class at Lake city on Friday. And then I might try, I'm trying to find a twin to ride as well, but definitely doing the single. So, um, yeah. So anyway, busy with that. So I don't know if we'll do a Daytona pod. So we'll talk about Daytona as well on this later in the show, just pick, uh, maybe pick our podium winners and, so obviously, Rob, we're we're biased. Like we're slightly biased. We do our best, but we like I'm looking at the list of riders, and dude, most of them are my friends, relatives, you know, kids I've trained, kids I've helped, um, kids I manage, kids I rider coach. So, so it's we're trying. I no one get, hope no one gets their feelings hurt. I'm just basing these basing this off of what I know from last year what I've seen this off season. Cause I've seen most of these guys throughout the off season and what I think like based on like what they're riding, the schedule, I'm trying to be as fair as I can, but there's obviously a slight biased opinion on some of it, Rob. I think you'd agree like on your end as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean, we'd be lying if we said we didn't have a bias. <laughs> yeah. So with that being said, Rob, let's move in and talk about we're going first we're going to do the singles and i'm going to go down i have a list of uh like i said i have some structure here but fuck dude who knows how this will go i um i think in the singles um we'll talk about the different tier riders where i think um you know at the end of the day the end of the championship i think i think these riders are the ones based on what i know from last year and what i know going on going into this year these riders, I would say, are contenders for the championship. Um, yeah, and that's, that's fair. It's not, it's not saying the other riders can't contend for a championship, but um, if you look back from last year, Cody had 318 points, and you go down to Sadhoff in seventh, he had 189 points. So obviously Chase is a phenomenal rider on a good team, but he was 
you know, he got seventh in points, which is amazing rookie year, but he's still, you know, 130, 40 points off of Cody. So, yeah, but hold on, hold on now, just a second now. Don't, I mean, we, we got to argue about some stuff because I think looking at this, I believe Chase had like two DNFs. So, not saying that would have changed his championship, but that seventh could have easily been a fifth, you know. Well, that's where that's where there's you got to understand. Two, like, actually, even, I got three, even fifth, I got three races. Well, the biggest thing is, is like Cody had 318 points. Dalton was second with 255. So Dalton got second in the points, but realistically, he was two, three races behind Cody. So as good as the top guys are, it narrows the gap for who I think can contend for a championship. Um, you know, seventh, sixth, fifth, fifth in points is good, but um, they're still that far off of where the the championship is in front of them based on last year. That's basically what i'm saying um yeah yeah yeah. no i'm just saying like and you're oh exactly yeah, right. yeah there's yeah yeah 189 to 220 and that was trent and sixth but if you give chase like a just say a top five that that could move him up now granted it, yeah i mean yeah yeah you're you're right i'm just go ahead go ahead we, we well just like in production twins last year like me and jesse we had 130 points over third so you really narrow the gap on who can win the championship based on the points from last year. I think chase is in that tier who can win. Um, the beautiful, yeah. beautiful thing about uh, the the new championship is everybody starts at zero. There's so much hope, you know, all there's a bunch of guys every year who walk into Daytona or walk into Volusia, wherever the season opener is, and they feel like they can win a championship. Um, there was guys talking about championships who I was like, you have no fucking shot. But um, at the time, they are all tied. They all have zero points. So anything could happen. <clears throat> but going off what we know, that's the tier of guys I have right here, Rob, and I'll, we'll talk about them. I have Cody and Max on the KTM team. I have yep. Trent, Chase, and Mitchler on yep. the Turner team. I have Dalton yep. <clears throat> on the D&D KTM. I, like I have that. Trevor. And I'm yep. going to put Tom in there um, just based on his results from last year. I know it was a small serving size based on what I seen this off season and based on um, him being on essence in, I think he could have an outside shot at the championship. I have Bromley on here. I don't think or know if he's doing all the races, if he would do all the races, he's consistent enough that he could, he could be in that mix. Um, Agreed. But those are the guys who, based on what I have in front of me, are the favorites to possibly the betting odds on those would be way worse for betters to be a champion. Okay, yeah, I, I like all that. I'm I'm still going to reserve for Drain if if and and gosh, I hope I don't get beat up by a bunch of blue guys. But I'm going to say and go on a limb that had he been on a KTM that he's used to, then I would put him in that tier. I'm not taking him out of the tier on the Yamaha. I just want to see how he adapts to, you know, like Lima and Springfield are both wide open. I mean, that's probably the closest stuff he's going to have to Australia tracks, if I had to guess. Of course, I'm saying this completely with bullshit because I've never even sat foot on an Australian track. So, Drain, I think he's got amazing ability, amazing talent. I just am going to reserve until I see how he does on some of these slippery car tracks. Or these, you know, if we get like a dusty blue groove type track to where you can't you're below the groove, you know, we just don't know. But for what we've seen at Springfield and Lima, like the kid can adapt. I just don't know how quickly he'll adapt to the Yamaha for, for the first year championship. 
you know, I'm not saying that it's a, not not a possibility. Y'all know those Yamaha guys work their asses off. So, uh, so yeah, dude, I, I agree with everything you just said. That's my only. Uh, I hope I'm eating crow on this too because I love Drain. Like he's a good kid, good family. Um, you know, like I, I wouldn't have if, so I knew for a fact. I just to interrupt you, I I wouldn't have had him in there prior to seeing him down here this off season. Um, but watching him on some of these short tracks, uh, the TT at Ocala which he won. He won. There's only a couple guys, but he won. Um, he looked better on the tracks. I didn't think he'd be good on, not good on, like he's good everywhere, but he's, he was better on some of these tracks than I thought he would be. So I, yeah. I he did, he'd have the worst betting odds. I, I think out of the ones I've mentioned in this tier, but I can't leave him out just because, you know, ba- like he, based on what I know, um, I think he'll be at the, you know, at the tail end of those guys, but it wouldn't surprise me if he did better because no, I, th- I think, I think he's going to, he's going to win. I think Tom's going to win. He could easily win two or three races. Um, and he could win Agreed. more. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's just minimizing his bad results. Like his bad results need to be, need to be in the hunt. Uh, cause I'm looking at Cody take away castle rock where he crashed. He still got 10th take away castle rock. Cody had, his worst finish was uh, fifth. fifth, fifth. He had two fifths yeah. and two fourths. Everything else was first and second. And he, you know, he didn't even have any thirds. So that's what I'm going off of the benchmark. Cody set so high. If you're going to beat him in the points, look, it's not hard to see the stats and what you need to do. And I think, yeah. Tom, I think he's on the backside of that because I think he could have a couple of days where, where he's really, really good. So yeah, and you you have to in that class. I've told Dalton numerous times, especially going into next year, and we talked about last year. I said the class is so deep now. Like same thing. Like look at look look at Merg, Mister Consistency too. You know, I mean, his, he had a few sevenths and whatnot. But with Dalton, I told him point blank, like, dude, to win the championship, you're gonna have to podium, and your worst finish is gonna be a, a top five. I mean, you can't help DNFs or or, or stuff like that, especially the riders. But uh, that just shows you how deep the talent pool is. Like you, it's kind of like. Well, how we used to talk about twins the last couple of years. Like, if you can't consistently beat Briar and Jared and podium, then you don't have a chance because Briar and Jared's off days, they're still second, third. That's what I mean. You know, and that's I why, like, these guys, some of these guys, riders, you know, they're, they're, they, they talk about championship. It's like, man, what, what makes you think that you can even bring that up right now? Just looking at, I mean, Cody had 318 points. If you're going to, you know, you could maybe move up five or six spots on the points, but if you're going to be the champion, there's only one of those. You got to fucking get over 300 points, and that's that's not easy. So let's move up, move through these other ones. Trevor, Rob, um, Trevor looked really good at the end of last year. He had a a, um, a bunch of podiums, a couple wins. He's obviously dicey. He's really good. He's on a good bike. So far this off season, he hasn't looked amazing. Um, at the moto track, he rides really well. He's been, I know he's on a stock bike down here. Um, he's doing it on his own. He actually swaps suspension back and forth from his moto bike, flat track. Um, the kid works really hard. He trains with JD. He's going to figure it out, but he hasn't, he hasn't like been winning all these races down here, but he's a gamer and I think he's going to be good. I just don't know what that entails um dalton i haven't been around dalton at all uh i've watched some video he looks really good i've said i think he'll do better on the ktms than uh hondas because i think his style fits the steel frame bikes better um riding a steel frame bike myself in flat track it uh it i i know it'll fit his riding style 
Um, don't know what your team looks like. Just being honest. I know you guys work hard, but I don't know a lot about how fast the bikes are, you know, you know, what, et cetera, et cetera. So I think he'll be really good. He's on the same tier of, he could win a few races, got, has to minimize his bad races. Um, you've already mentioned that. Um, and I'll let you touch upon Trevor and Dalton before I go to the, the other ones. Yeah, I think, well, you know, Trevor's been a long time. One of my, my kids. So I care a lot about the guy. Um, he he really found his form late in the season. I don't know if it was a rider change or a personal mentality change or, you know, or should I just say personality, whatever. Um, so, yeah, Tre- Trevor's the kind of kid, though, and, and a lot of people give him shit for this. But, dude, the kid does not quit as far. And, and, and yeah, he's he's aggressive. He Sometimes people call him, you know, out of control or he's wild, which, yeah, but you need that personality and flat track too. Now I don't want to, you know, I don't want anybody getting hurt or anything like that. So before I get roasted for, Oh, he took out so-and-so, so-and-so, well, you know, I, I get that. And I think the team might've said something to him to kind of tone him down a smidge because, you know, it's one thing to battle hundred percent, but if you're, if you're wrecking and stuff and you take yourself out, then instead of getting third place or fifth place points, you you're sitting on the sidelines. So I think Trevor will be uh, a lot stronger this year. I think they're working really hard on the Yamahas. I mean, he's always going to be a factor. He's just one of the top guys in the class. And uh, I think it just took him a little bit of time because he went from a Honda to a Yamaha, which they're both aluminum frames, but they're still completely different animals. And that kind of touches back on what I was saying about Drew, too, being so used to certain certain bikes. But uh, I, I do think that Trevor and uh, the team, you know, the Essence and Yamaha team, they'll get it. Uh, they'll get him dialed in. He'll be a threat. Um, as far as Dalton, you know, we're, we're good on that front. I think, um, had a good little test, uh, for Rispoli, you know, he likes to know when we're testing. So, um, we went to Louisiana and, and did a test race there and, and did pretty well. Uh, a couple, couple thirds got beat by uh, Trent and Merg on the Hondas, but, uh, definitely we showed some, some good speed, some good form. Um, you know, it is a little bit challenging to come off a bike and get on another bike. Cause, that was the first time we had ridden those bikes on any kind of track with a little bit of speed. It wasn't a super fast track, but it was more than, you know, say PDT or, or Callahan or these indoors and stuff that we've been running. So um, it was good to see the the bikes uh, ran well and performed well. We made a bunch of changes and had a bunch of stuff to try that went, they went pretty well. I mean, of course we would have preferred to take home some wins, but uh, you know, we, we definitely set a goal for, for Louisiana and uh, we, we surpassed all our goals and expectations. So, um, yeah, you always want a little bit more, but we went home smiling with some money in our pockets. Uh, you know, Jeff put on a pretty good event over there. It's a neat little track. And so, yeah, and I think with Dalton, you know, I think he's going to be pretty consistent. I, I really do hope so. Um, he seems to be pretty good on just about all the kinds of tracks. Um, I think he's one of the few singles guys that actually have a quote-unquote singles grand slam. So um, I, I'm confident in him. He seems to be confident himself. He's been riding a lot. Uh, we already blew up one moto bike, so we're kind of – struggling to keep his moto program training because the bike we blew up were or there's apparently not many parts out there for the the big two strokes so we're uh we're regrouping a little bit on that but uh but yeah i think i think we'll be ready man what do you think yeah um yeah basically just hey you know what what, what i've seen i literally i literally just interrupted you asked after i turned the mic over to you but i did want to say something too about daytona because i'm just scrolling through here um 43 entries already in singles that's that's okay the old heads are gonna get on me but oh we used to have to win our heat race just to try and blah 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 but it's like you know what i'm happy to see 43 riders because i think last year what were we averaging like 22 25 or something like that so, yeah i mean we'll get to daytona and the entries um i uh how many, I actually, 
I actually tweeted last week. I said uh, before, like there wasn't hardly any entries. And I th- I said, we're going to get 42 to 46 singles and we're going to get 24 to 28 twins. And we're at, we're at 23 twins and 42 singles. So I was pretty spot 43. on. Yeah, 43. Yeah. 43 as of just, I just refreshed it. But another thing too, I don't see, uh, I mean, I know you got some inside, but I don't see Shane on the list. There's a couple people on the list that should be there that aren't. I'm assuming that they're just getting their entries finalized or whatnot, but uh, we might have 45, you know, yeah. I see. Uh, we'll talk about our, Daytona here in a second. Let's go. Let's get back. Let's uh, talk, let's finish these these top tier guys, and then we'll t- we'll kind of circle on Daytona. Um, I wanted right. to talk about Merg and Chase. Um, based on, I haven't really seen Merg much. I've done some mountain bike rides with him this uh, off season. Um, early on in the off season, I was around Merg a little bit. Um, I know he's kind of dealing with something with his shoulder or something. He said um, so. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him at the practice track at all. Like all the flat trackers, we go ride moto and Merck hasn't been at those, but I saw, obviously he won uh, like a race over the weekend and, you know, he beat some good guys. So he's a strange one to kind of predict because, you know, all these riders go about their training and uh, mindset differently. Uh, And Merck, it's one of those ones I, I can't figure out, but his results are always there. So I'm looking looking at his results from last year, uh, he got a 12th at Castle Rock, um, an eighth at Laconia short track, a seventh at Port Royal. That's kind of weird actually. Cause I would Port Royal would be better for him, but, um, but then he got a second at Peoria. So, uh, if he can figure out a couple of those races, that's kind of weird. Some of those results, but, um, but no, I mean, he, he won a couple of races. He had some podiums and some other stuff and, I, yeah, I, I don't know if, if he's gonna be a top championship guy, but he's gotten third, right? Two years in a row. So if he's healthy and wins, it all comes down to winning races. I think he could be good. And, and chase as well. I think chase will be better. I think that points gap we talked about earlier, it'll be way more narrow at the top. If, uh, from, from the first, uh, whoever wins to chase, obviously he's going to contend more. I think he gets his first win somewhere, um, I haven't been around chase this off season. He's, we call him the, like a Pensacola guy, the guys that train over your way. I don't, I haven't been around him, so I don't know what his fitness is like or anything there. He's obviously on good bikes and he's got a good team. So I think he'll be better this year. Um, typically sophomore year for these guys, uh, is, uh, is their best year for these, some of the rookies like Dallas won a championship his sophomore year. Uh, Cody won championship his sophomore year and chase arguably had a better amateur career than both of those guys. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it could be a really good year for him. Um, unfortunately the guys that I've also mentioned on this list, they're all really good. So yeah, I think, uh, yeah, he'll make that leap. And if he can, uh, consistently just keep grinding, I think he'll be a contender, Rob. Yeah, man. Chase is definitely, uh, He's always been, as you know, good, and he needed the final few pieces of the puzzle. And uh, Turner and Biggs and Kenny got him, uh, got him going pretty dang good, man. Um, he was, he was right there um, this week in Louisiana. He, he might have had a little bit setup issues. Uh, I don't want to say he fell off towards the end, but uh, um, he just was maybe a tenth or so off of uh, Merg and, and Trent. But uh, I'm not, I'm not even going to remotely count him out at all, man. The kid is good. I've, I've watched him ride about a bajillion laps. And of course, yeah, he does ride a lot at PDT, but 
you know, so does Dalt. So PDT definitely, uh, definitely works. I think it helps out with, with just about every track and, uh, and Chase is one of them kids, man, that, that another one that just doesn't quit the dude. He's always on a bike. He's always riding. And, uh, you know, I think he's going to be, uh, he's going to be a, he's going to be a threat. Now, I don't know what kind of, one thing we got to keep, we forget about man, is Daytona. A lot of these guys have never actually ridden this Daytona track. Um, and I like the way we're starting off. It's going back to the old school ways where the season opener was a little short track that, you know, some nights you can win one night and not make the main the other night. So I'm, I'm excited that, that I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic through the moon. Ready to go. Yeah. And then we go to Trent and Max. Um, maybe this was where some bias, like I'm biased on Trent. I've been around him all winter. Um, I think, what people have seen though at winter throwdown, he was on the podium. He was, uh, on the podium at all these races down here in Florida. He won a couple races at the race, wherever you were at this weekend. Um, his training is he's, he's riding really good. His bikes are good. Um, he's moving to, uh, the Turner Turner Honda team, which obviously is, uh, they're much better bikes than what he was on last year. Not saying his stuff was shit shitty. He had good bikes, but, um, he's moving to better bikes. I, I, I just think it's the, I think it's his year in terms of, um, this is his best shot he's had. Um, if he can minimize, um, he's had some crummy, crummy ish results on the TTs. Um, he's not a bad TT rider, but the other guys that beat him are good TT, really good TT riders. It's not like none of these guys are bad. It's funny. Like, like it's like, no, they're good, but there's other guys that are really good. So uh, I think, you know, he needs to be better on the TTs and he needs, obviously he hasn't won yet. So he needs to, he needs to get some wins on the board because when, when it comes to championship, I think to win this championship, Rob, looking at the list of riders, I don't think you need to win seven races like Cody did um, last year. Did he win seven or six? Did he won six. Uh, seven. seven, seven. I believe seven. I'm looking here right now. Go, he won seven. Oh, he won the finale yeah. of Lucia. No, Dalt did. Oh, he won the he won the the night before the finale. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good job, Cody. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know he won seven. Yeah, I don't think you need. <laughs> I don't think you need to win seven. But I think nobody wins this championship unless they win three races. I think you have I was to say win five. Three. I, think I was gonna say five. There's a lot of guys on here who can win though. Like Chase can win, Trent, Max, Trevor, Michler, Dalton, Cody. Like I think Chad and um Ott, you know, like there's guys who could, you know, Stallings has won a bunch. Like there's there's guys you wouldn't think about who have, you know, won races at this level. Tom Drain. Um, so I think there's gonna be more winners this year. So I think you only have to get three, but if you get three, you need to be good everywhere else. Like you gotta be tough. Yeah, five. you can't. Yeah, you can't get a third. I mean, you can't win one weekend and get like a twelfth. Like that's not going to work. Like I don't yeah. think anyway it could. I mean, shit, crazier shit does happen. But yeah, the, the, well, ta- the talent. I just is think deep, if he can, if he, if Trent can win some races and he can be good on the TTs, I, 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 I think he's got a good shot. I really do. And then going to Max, um, Max, he's due. Like he's, I think he was second in the points twice. He was a contender with Dallas. Um, he gave he gave Dallas all he could handle the one season in points, and Dallas on a was, Cowie. Yeah, no, was he on the KTM that year? Right? Yeah, he was on the KTM. He gave Dallas. Um, was it two years ago or was it one year ago? It was twenty one, I think. Right? He was. Uh, yeah, it was twenty one. It was the year like Dallas and Trevor got um, 
that, yeah, I mean, he lost the points I'm looking now by eight points Max did to Dallas. So, um, and then last year, obviously Max got hurt. He came back, he had some really good results. So I don't see Max getting, I don't know where everybody else shuffles in, but I really don't see him getting any worse than third in the points. Like, looking at results for the past three years, if he, you know, can stay healthy and not get injured, you know, it's his, you know, his betting odds to win, dude, he's, he's due. So uh, it's a tough single, dude, it's tough. Like there's some, there's some really good guys, Rob, but I think, I think Trent and Max, I, I think they both have really good shots to, to possibly win. Man, I, I I can't I can't even disagree with anything you just said, man. Max is definitely due. He's he's proven himself. I mean, one thing that stood out for me last year was when him and Turner, um, him and Trevor, kind of tangled on the mile, and you know he was clearly hurt. Like obviously after the race, we knew how serious it was, but he's he battled back. I mean, the the desert, the desire, the determination is is there with Max. I mean, he's he's. Nobody overlooks him, but it's like he's always just kind of creeping right in the top three everywhere. Um, I don't think he really has a weak point. Um, he just needs to turn some of them, you know, fourth and fifth into thirds, and and he'll he'll be in there because he's gonna he's gonna get a couple wins this year. I feel, um, you know, he, he, like you said, he's just due. No no other necessary wording other than he's just due, and um, you know, some of the stuff by no fault of his own, and I. I He's a tall, lanky kid, so I know that that knee injury definitely set him back a little bit. But uh, uh, from everything I've heard and seen, he's he's gonna be fit and healthy for the start of the season. So yeah, look out look out for Max for sure. Yeah, and uh, I've been around Max this off season. He looks good. He looks healthy. Um, we just had an intense basketball game the other day where me me and Chad and Damon Ream we beat uh, Evan Renshaw, Logan McGrain, and uh, Max. Uh, they were talking shit saying they could beat us and uh, we whooped, whooped their asses 21 to 10. But I will say Max was really good on defense. He was a fucking pain to try and uh, dribble around, but anyway, he looked healthy. <laughs> He's like, I don't know if you saw Dalton's basketball skills last night, but uh, I did. I saw you know, we've been, we've been, we've been training hard too, man. He's got the ups <laughs> down. And, uh, and that, and that leaves the last person on that tier that I have is Cody. And I think we don't really need to, get into that too much he he crushed everybody last year he had seven wins um you know we talked about all the points he had it's uh it's hard to replicate that you know um he's looked a little off on some of these off-season races obviously that could also show maturity when you have a bigger picture ahead of you you're not gonna winning um you know Joe Blow Speedway is not that important on a Saturday night for a hundred dollars when you know you have a bigger goal ahead. Um, so maybe that's showing some maturity on his end, which we like to see. But he he's also struggled. We've been kind of joking, like um, you know, he's he had you know worse finishes down here than he did all last year in AFT. So, uh, <laughs> but he he doesn't look bad on the bike. Like he looks really good. He's flying on the motor track. He's put, been putting in a lot of time on his bicycle. His fitness is getting better. We we uh, we train a little bit together, and uh, his fitness is really really uh, improved. And he's got good people around him and a really good team. So if you're gonna bet on Cody Cobb, it's not a bad bet. He's uh he's looking good. So um, picking a champion, Rob, um, it's hard. Uh, but like I said, those those guys we talked about in the top tier, I think those are. Anybody that 
if somebody would win out of those riders and we'll talk about like the second tier of, of guys I have, um, it would be surprising. Would you agree? Oh man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the whole, the, it's not impossible, over, but, yeah. no, it's not, but those we just went over, I mean, crazier shit has happened and, and I'm definitely not going to put any money on it because it, I mean, it's anybody's, it, it could be anybody's game. And, and I think once we get past maybe the first three or four races, I'm going to say, cause we'll have a mile thrown in there and a TT, I think we'll kind of more and more the, guys lose hope. The more races you go, you kind of, you know, these top guys, the, the Cody's, the Trent's, the Dalton's, um, you can deflate some of these other guys really early on in the year. Um, you know, they, you know, you, you have one bad result out of four races and some guys give up cause they don't, they don't give up, but they, they lose, they, they deflate a little bit. They don't think, they think one bad result, you know, they don't, you know, realize it's 17, 18 races. So, um, you can start to kind of take the, take the heat out of their, um, kind of motivation a little bit, uh, as, yeah. as we get going here. So, um, for, sure. this, and this, for those, go, go ahead, Robert. Sorry, I was gonna say for, for those of you, for those of you listening to the riders too, that that's, you know, a little bit of advice here, you know, if you have a bad race, that's not going to be the end of your championship. So remember that before, you know, you, you throw in the towel. I mean, crazier shit has happened so don't uh nah, Dalton don't, I mean Dalton had a 17th you know he didn't finish I don't think I 70 and he ended up second in points and uh and Bruner man he really struggled he had a ninth a 15th a fourth a sixth to start the year and then he ended up you know six points off a of second in points so yeah yeah, yeah it's strong in the end. yeah and and a, a win a win heals everything. Like if you get a win and the guy and that your championship guy you're catching gets like a fifth, that's like, it's like 10 points, 15. I, yeah. uh, I don't know what it, they yep. changed the point scale on me. I have to look, but that's a huge gap. 10 points is, you know, it goes in one point increments for most of the main event, but at the top, it, it really, it really rewards you to win, um, you know, on the points side of things. So anyway, based off these second tier riders, Rob, um, I'm going to be biased, but I'm going to give a shout out to um, my first impressions, guys. Uh, they could, I think they lead the second tier. I do in terms of overall points. Uh, Chad's ceiling is really high. Uh, he's got to minimize his bad races. Like there's a couple of races here where he just didn't get the job done. Uh, working with Chad this off season, he's going to be way better. He's been putting in a lot of effort. He's training really hard. He's been riding. Um, he won a race last year. So, you know, he could, that guy can get, he can get last place three races in a row and then he can come out and just win, win. Like he's capable yeah. of, he's capable. He's the, he's the toughest one to predict here. He could be in that first tier of guys if he's consistent or he could, he, you know, he got 12th in points last year. So, he looks really good on the Husky. Uh, James Ott, actually, I got to spend time with him finally. He came and stayed with me for three weeks. His fitness level is really good. He loves racing more than, I think, almost anybody I've hung out with recently. <laughs> like, all he talks about is racing. He doesn't like to do anything but motorcycles. Um, we, like, went to the arcade one day uh, with Cruz and Trent and Evan, and you take, like, anyone to an arcade, you have fun, right? No, James was just like... Yeah. I just want to go back and watch <laughs> racing film, the racing tapes, or I want to go to the gym or, you know, he's, I've ne never met a guy. And I, sometimes it's not good. Like you want to do other things to kind of just like, um, take your mind off the grind, but he's very dedicated. 
and with Paul setting up the bikes, he, they're going to be, they're going to be really good. Um, it would not surprise me at all to see James. Um, if he can get good starts, his starts are really inconsistent. If he could get a good start, I think he could win, um, win one of these races as well. And obviously Chad, Chad has won one, um, as well, Rob. And, uh, we won't talk about these as much. We'll, we'll kind of just go through them. Um, but I'm also going to throw in, Obviously, we know Shayna is racing the single. Um, Scott Taylor, her manager, posted that on social media. I can't say. I just texted her. I said, hey, can I say what you guys are doing? And she gave me the big fat no, not yet. So can't can't say what she's riding. I don't think it's a big surprise because I think they were on the entry list and then they, then they got taken off. But um, I think some of her good days she could still win so um i don't think it's crazy to think otherwise rob on on those three yeah no i mean i, I think you're you're right man and and you know as well or better than me like how critical starts are just referring to you know james ott you know i think we've had multiple times last year when the dude i don't know if he did he did a pole position but i know he's qualified he's had a couple front row starts too if i'm not mistaken that could be though i mean no offense to james i didn't pay as much attention to him, you know, just simply because I was pretty focused on Dalton and Chad towards the end of the year. But uh, um, his, his name has always come up and he's always a, a guy that's there. But uh, like you said, man, if he can get some better starts and get out, get out with the leaders, I, he's going to be a factor. But, you know, you know, as well as I do, it is tough in the singles class if you get like an eighth place start, because by that time, you know, Trent, Dalton, Cody, Max, you know, they're, they're not going to wait around and say, Hey, come on, man, let's see how you do. You know, they're going to be gone. So yeah, but I mean, he's got you on the team there kind of telling him what he needs to do. So I think that'll be crucial because you're, you're mediocre at starts, I'd say at best. (laughs) Thanks bro. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I'm excited to help Chad and, and James. I really think I can make a difference in, uh, in their results. And I'm, I'm excited to kind of prove that a little bit. Um, Going into this next next tier of guys, obviously, or I'm going to say riders, next tier, I have got – so these are guys, riders, who I think they can have good races where they possibly get on the podium, maybe squeak out a win, um, but they either don't do all the races or there's some inconsistent results. Uh, I have Tanner Dean. He's coming back and racing. He was hurt last year, which is um, sucks to see. He's had some bad luck, but nice kid, nice, uh, good rider. He's won some races. He's on the Waters KTM. Uh, again, I'm yeah. I'm really I'm really big and sold on these KTM's. I, I think they're really good bikes. These steel frame bikes for flat track. So I think uh, Tanner will have some good results. I haven't seen him ride in over a year uh, or almost a year. Sorry, so. I have no clue where he stacks up with, with all these guys who are getting better every week. Like these guys are grinding, like they're getting better every week. So I just haven't seen him in the mix. Um, so that's Tanner. I have two more here and then I'll let you kind of, um, talk about them. I have Hunter Bauer who deserves to be on here, uh, with a podium last year. He has consistent top tens. I am not around Hunter Bauer. Um, he's a, again, he's a good kid. Um, I, I've seen him have good results. He's, he's, I think he would do better if we had more cushions. He's from, from, uh, Canada, Canada. So I think he, <laughs> yep. I, I don't know. I, he's, you know, he struggles a little on the TTs. Um, 
So that hurts his overall points a bit. But yeah, like I said, he got on a podium last year at Wheatsport, which is the least Canadian track probably we had closest <laughs> to Canada, but least uh, Canadian ish, I would say, I guess, yeah. well, similar, but anyway, uh, we have Hunter Bauer, uh, again, he's on a KTM. So big, I, I think these KTMs work really well in the singles class. And then I have Justin Jones on here, Rob, uh, based on what I've seen this off season, um, on these like slippery short tracks, he's really good on them. Uh, it fits his style. It fits his build. He's obviously a bigger dude. Um, but he's on the KTM as well. And I think he could possibly, uh, for whatever reason, he seems to struggle at AFT races compared to outlaw events. He does really well at outlaw races, um, but he's capable. He's won races at the pro level before in the singles class. He's won Daytona. So for these riders here, like I'm looking, a lot of them get anywhere from 60 to 100 points. If you get one win, you get your fourth of your points total in one race. So all it's going to take for these guys is a couple of good finishes. And I think they'll lead this second tier, but yeah, I think Jones could be, could be pretty good as well. Yeah, man. I, I don't disagree with anything you just said on that too. About the Bauer kid, he's a great kid. He's actually been training down here with us in Pensacola and uh great kid, great rider. Um, you're right though. He does need, he needs that one little click, I think to, to be a, a steady top five dude. Cause he kind of hangs around like six to 10th. It seems like in some stuff. But um, he did get his debut podium, and, and that takes a lot of pressure off, too. I mean, it, it adds pressure, but also takes some off because it's like, man, I try. I'm grinding all these years, and I finally made the podium. And now he knows what the podium feels like, so he knows what he's got to do and, and, and what to do. And I think, I think you'll see some more. I mean, I'd love to see him get a, get a win and some more podiums this year, too. I think he's clearly got the skills. Um, so I think, uh, you know, just riding and training and grinding out with these guys is going to make a tremendous impact and and the thing is too like you said he's from canada so the tracks that we race here couldn't be further from the canadians other than you know say like lima and um a couple of these other cushions that we've been to recently but uh jones man i'm gonna be point blank and honest with john jones he's a guy i would never ever count on on short track tt or like say three eights car tracks his only thing hurting him man is just his size um you can physically see him running great times and then as more laps go by you can see and from a fat guy myself you know I, we get a little bit tired sometimes um he has been riding a lot and and he knows how to win man jones don't sleep on jones especially like you said these outlaw short tracks like fuck dude he'll show up bike in the van not really knowing what's going on and go out there and lay down a heater and, and be in the money i mean he's, he's the rustiest van at the track <laughs> Oh man. And the thing with Jones, like, and I don't know if he doesn't have a trainer or he just might just love to eat like me, but man, like if he would get into what I consider better shape and Jones, I'm not hating on you at all. I'm giving you as much props as I can give anybody. But man, if, if you, if he gets on a program and loses say 30 pounds, he's going to be a, a threat for sure. Um, and as he is right now, I wouldn't count. He, he would not be surprising to me to be on the podium at Daytona one or two nights for sure. Um, that's just his kind of track. He's won there before. Um, my, my only reservation is if he can go the whole, the whole distance. Cause you know, Daytona works you pretty good. Um, yeah, so we shall see, we shall see, man. Um, moving into the next, next guys I wanted to talk about. Um, I have Zabala on here moving back to his single, um, dicey rider, oh. really, really fucking dicey. Um, one of the guys I don't personally like racing near just because he's, he's, uh, loves the throttle. Um, 
But because of that, he's had some good results. Like, uh, and there's some days I'm just giving you shit, Cole, but there's some days where he's, he can be really smooth too. So, um, but he's, you know, he's been on the podium in the singles class multiple times. He's been on the podium on the production twin. Uh, he's a good rider. He didn't look great on his return to the single at winter throwdown. Uh, but you know, when you ride a twin for a year and you come back to a single, that adjustment takes some time. So I'm sure he's been on the bike some more, uh, since then, and uh, he'll he'll get it figured out to where he he'll, you know he's he'll be a top ten guy a lot of the, a lot of the days. And Stallings, um, Kevin is he's won a handful of races in the singles class. Hasn't looked as good in recent years. Um, I, I know he's had some bike issues. I know he's um, I, I don't know. He's I think he's got a full time job. Like it's hard for him to commit the time that like. Cody Cop and Max and Trent, these guys are committing. And that's what it takes right now in the singles class. You you can't really like you can't really have a full-time job if you want to be a championship contender. You have to focus solely on um your craft. So I think that hurts Kevin a little bit, but obviously natural talented guy. Um, some of his results last year, he he did really well still. Like he's capable. So um he could sneak up in there and and have a can, you know, get a podium or possibly a win on the miles. I don't know how fast his bikes are anymore like everybody's bikes are so fast these days um so yeah i think he could be good um rooster evans the water boy uh he's let me look at his results like obviously he's he's a pretty good rider he got ninth in points last year six six seventh seven so he's had a couple good results not really close to the podium rob but obviously at winter throwdown he was he went really far into that King of Throwdown bracket. Like he beat some heavy hitters. So yeah, um, I know his setup, he is reliant a lot on the heavy wheel and, you know, he had water in his tire and I think a lot of these kids, and I don't know exactly what he does, but it just made me think like a lot of these younger riders, if you guys are using liner in your tires, if you're, if you're doing things at the amateur level that you can't use an AFT, it's going to hurt you when you move to that next level, because then you're so used and accustomed to needing that, that you don't know how to ride without it. So personally, like for Evan or guys that I work with, we don't, I don't like them to use that stuff unless it's like big money and like, it's so much better, but otherwise like it can really hurt you. Like you learn how to ride with a heavy wheel Um, like chase, for instance, chase loves heavy wheels and he runs legal heavy wheels, but when a lot of guys are running spoke wheels and AFT, I don't want to call Chase out or his team, but um, but Chase he likes to run a heavy wheel. Like he barely, he rarely ever not runs a heavy wheel. So it just depends on your riding style. And I'm getting away a little bit from what I was saying, but uh, um, but yeah, so that it's just a rider preference thing. But I think uh, Aiden uh, could could have some good results. He looks like an athletic fit rider like i don't i don't think he like gets tired or anything his bikes are pretty good i know steve Beatty's helping him this year so having good people in your corner definitely makes a difference as well no doubt no doubt yeah he he definitely surprised me and, and the thing about him too he's got I, I hope i don't piss anybody off of this though but i think if he works on his race craft a little bit because he's actually had a few front row starts i've i've seen it and i was like oh shit you know Rusevans evans up there but sometimes he either doesn't get a good start or as the race goes on, I don't want to say he fades, but maybe the bike setup doesn't stay consistent with him or whatnot. Cause we'll see what his, uh, 
Let's see, Roos Evans, 6th, 13th, 7th, 6th, 17th, 10th, 17th, 13th, 7th, 15th, 10th. So he's got a few where he's hovering around inside the top 10. So he needs to clean them up. And, I mean, I could see him. He finished ninth in the season last year. I mean, if he can clean up some of them 17th and, you know, 15th, I mean, hell, we got 13th and 14th, and he still finished ninth in the points. So, well, this um, is like a good example a, of what I talked about early in the pod, Rob. He got ninth in the points, yeah. top 10 singles rider in the country. Awesome. But he's yep. 201 points off of the championship. So, yep. He'd have to get double the points almost of what he got to, can you know, to be the champion. So, it's, uh, yeah, if you look at you, if you just looked at like the positions, without the points totals, you, you would get a really, um, you wouldn't get the full landscape, but looking, you know, it's 318, 255, 250, um, 12th in points was 99 points. So yeah, it's, uh, they got a lot of work to do if they want to hold the number one plate up, but contending for top, I, I think, like I said, I think the top eight, top seven, top eight is pretty locked in, but I think those last couple spots in the top 10, uh, are wide open for the overall points. Like Roos Evans was ninth last year, and and Kitchen, who had a really bad year, I think he would agree. He was still tenth yeah. in the points. Um, you know, you get a podium, you get a win. You know, you're gonna bump up in those points quick. So, um, anyway, we talked about the singles a lot. We could talk about these kids forever. I mean, there's some. Uh, <laughs> Andrew Luker is signed up for Daytona. Rob would not surprise me at all to see Luker podium or win Daytona. He's a really good short tracker. He's been winning a lot of outlaw races out in California, which is for people listening. I watch a lot of results. I watch a lot of YouTube and Facebook videos. Um, I know way more about amateur racing from the 50 CCs on up than I probably should just because (laughs) I just, I love to watch racing and film and Luker has looked really good this off season. So it would not surprise me at all to see Luker do well at Daytona um that we have these two uh foreign riders uh Gerard Bio and Irvin I don't know now. how to say yeah three now sorry there's uh Gary from uh the UK Gary Burtwistle who I've seen his videos he looks like a fast rider I don't think I've ever raced with him I don't know if he's ever been over here but uh yeah so those three wild cards I don't think they're going to top 5 I mean this track really suits their riding style more than like, I don't think they'd even be in the conversation at like, uh, um, like Port Royal or something, but this track here, I think they, I think they could, could definitely could make the main. Um, I, I don't know, Rob, they're, they're big wild cards. These guys, like I, they're, I, I have no idea. Like I've done, I've probably watched more video on the FIM stuff than anybody listen. Well, a lot of people listening that, that don't go over there. And I, I've watched Gerard and uh, Irvin, Irvine. I don't can't say his name. I'm gonna. I'm actually meeting him tomorrow, but um, they're good. But I don't know where that fits in in AFT because their riding style is so different. Like it looks like they're gonna crash, and then they just pin the throttle and like to just like well, I don't know. It's, look, it's different. It's different. Style. Well, yeah, but say look how like Marquez. Like we watch him train on a flat track bike a few years back. We're like, God, this guy is out of control. Like way too sideways, and all of a sudden he's like. Battle on Brad Baker. Now, you know, take that for what you will. But uh, on a, yeah, HRC Honda, that is like probably a hundred thousand dollar 450. 
Um, I'm just saying, though, like, no, I, know, I, I, know, I was I agreeing with you. Like, it's like, how do they go that fast? Because it looks like they're going to wreck every lap, and somehow they just, like, hang save off the bike, it, like, yeah. road race style and, and save it. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, uh, I'm excited to see them. Um, you know, I, I don't know them personally, so, you know, again, don't take offense. Irvin, Gerard, or uh, Burt Whistle. Um, but uh, I'm excited to see them. Anytime we get some Europeans come over, it's exciting because, you know, it just – racing at somebody new and i think one of them is actually like the world champion technically isn't it yeah gerard is the world champion you know it'll be yeah it'll be cool it's really cool they're coming over here uh it's uh first impressions racing the team i manage uh we got them a couple hondas to use for the week i think they're gonna do the steve nace race i think uh one of them at least and then they're gonna do daytona so um yeah it was cool to be uh have a part in bringing them over and i'm gonna meet them tomorrow so i'm actually gonna try and um like just talk to them a little bit, get to know them a little. Uh, so I'm excited for that, but yeah, 43 entries for Daytona, Rob, it's going to be tough to make the main. We've talked about the rookies um, prior, um, a couple other single digit guys we didn't talk about, but they, they could sneak in and have good results. Uh, Tyler Raggio, uh, Jordan Jean has, uh, he makes, he makes main events on occasion, Jerry Lowe, uh, Santero and Petten. Um, some reason I make, I'm these guys probably listen. I mix them two up a lot, Rob. <laughs> Pet and Santa. They're, California kids, they're both California. They both have, uh, their name starts with T like Tra- Taryn and Travis. Um, I mix them up, but, um, they're both pretty good riders. Uh, Santero, he was at winter throwdown. He was pretty damn good. So, uh, looking yeah. down the list, Ashton Yates has signed up, uh, yep. father of Aaron Yates, who has dropped kicked somebody on the track, which is probably my favorite memory. <laughs> when I was a kid yeah. watching road racing. Uh, I love Aaron Yates. Uh, I like Ashton a lot. He's a good guy. Um, and then we have all these rookies. And honestly, as stacked as Daytona is, there might be only one or two spots open in these main events for these 15 to 16 rookies. To I get. know. I know. Um, you better be on your Crazy. shit, guys, because you know you have Kissler, Wolf, Eisenhard, Clayton Williams, Declan, Jess Reynolds, Shane Narbonne has signed up, uh, Birdsong, did I say Clarky Morian? Um, Landon. Clarky. Um, Wyatt Vaughn. Reese. How do you say his last name? Reese Podorf. 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 Okay. I actually asked him that. He was at Louisiana, and I was like, "Man, I I always get your name, and it doesn't even look like it's difficult to pronounce, but it's like, is it Podorf? Potorf? Podorf? Podorf you know?" <laughs> and he was he was cool about it. So even though I probably just butchered it right now as well, yeah. uh, good good kid too. He was really nice and. Uh, I'm That's like, man, good. I'm sorry. I, I butchered your name. But yeah, man, uh, the the rookies going to be tough. The the road racers are coming over, a few of them, like you said. It's uh, going to be hard to make the main. It's it's not. Or they're taking 18 again, aren't they? Still. 18, it's still going to be. It used to be 16 freaking, with a provisional. So is it 18 with a provisional to take 19? I think it is. I'm assuming so. Why don't we know the rules? We got to figure these rules out. We, we, there's so many rule changes, I forget. Like they've changed the point scale, they went back to heats and semis. Now, I want to say they there's 18 in the main now with a provisional. We should really uh should know these things, Rob. Um, anyway, let's move on to the twins and we'll try and try and uh get through these. But um, Rob, championship tier guys. Uh I personally think there's four. There's always been four um the last few years. Well, there's three, I guess, but again, based off what I've seen this offseason, what they're riding. I think there's four strong contenders for the points. Um, you can make an argument for two others that I'm going to talk about, but I think it's me, Spryer, Dallas, and JD. Um, just their consistency. 
it just puts them a notch above the other two that I'm going to talk about. But JD's looked really good. He's coming off an injury. Um, I've been with JD all off season. He actually just, just texted me. Um, all right, Rob. So we're going to move on to the twins part of this. And, you know, again, I think, I think for the championship based on what we've seen the last, you know, few years, what they're riding and their consistency, I think for a championship tier, I think there's four favorites. Uh, you can make an argument for two more to possibly mix it up. But again, based on cons- uh, cons- on <laughs> on consistency, I think you got Meese, Bauman, Dallas, and JD. Uh, obviously, Meese, self-explanatory, knows how to get the job done. He's staying on the Indian FTR 750, which is really cool to see. I, you know, he's on a familiar bike. He's sticking with the Indian and he's got proven results on that. They have notes. I I'm, I'm certain they've probably made that bike faster for the miles with another off season of testing. And then you have Dallas and JD who I've been around them all off season. They look really good. Uh, they are riding similar bikes, really similar from what I've heard to last year. I don't think there's too many changes. I think they found a good package for what the rules are. So I think they'll be good. And Briar, we don't know. Well, I know, but <laughs> we don't know exactly what Briar's riding uh, as far as the fans, most of the fans. Uh, so that could be a shakeup. He might be on a different bike. So um, it's so hard to talk about this and know what he's doing and not be able to say well, it. Well, I think, you know, I, I agree mostly with your, your assessment there. Um, my only reservation would be you know if briar is on another factory bike or another brand bike so to speak um you know there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve um briar is arguably one of the best riders to ever set foot on a flat tracker so um clearly they're going to get it sorted out but uh i don't know if i'm going to put briar up there in the first year just because you're he's going to be developing a bike if uh, i'm assuming if depending on what he's riding i guess I, i i don't know and i know you can't really tell me and i respect that it sucks but um I'm just going to assume that he's not on Indian only because Indian made a press release and Briar's name wasn't mentioned. So with that assumption that I'm going with, I'm going to say he's going to be developing or working on something, a different brand while there are other brands that are very competitive. Um, it's just going to take something special to be able to beat knees. I think week in and week out. Um, if, if in fact he's on another bike, if he's in fact on an Indian or a privateer Indian, I'm going to say, dude, he's definitely a, a contender. Um, just because, you know, he's, he's won a couple championships on him and he knows how to ride him, but, um, I'm also going to give a, a wild, two wild cards, um, week in and went week out, uh, B Rob, um, he's got to step his TT game up a little bit, but these car tracks, I mean, he's one of the few guys that have consistently, uh, stuck it to the guys and, um, you know, figured, figured it out, so to speak. And, and JV. And Vandercoy. Yep. Yeah, but I don't know yeah, what he's riding either there. So I, I yeah, don't know what Vandercoy had, is riding. I had them this too. Morning. Yeah. Go ahead. Wait, it says he's on an Indian here, Vanderkoy. So he's, he's riding he's an Indian on an Indian. motorcycle. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put him as one of my wild cards because uh, he got that that first taste, you know, and he's not seemed to be slowing down any. Um, he's very motivated. He's got a house to pay for. I've heard that numerous times from from his missus. Yeah. And um, you know, I, I think I mean, he's just I don't want to say he's underrated. It's just that like he's never been like the guy on a team and and looking at this, it looks like he's the only rider on this particular team. 
So maybe uh, it might just be the last he gets. And no offense, I'm not trying to say like he's second tier to B Rob or when he was with the Harley guys. You know, he always was in either Halbert's shadow or somebody else's shadow and constantly grinding. So, you know, Vandercoy is my another wild card for sure. And, and I really do hope he he battles it out and, and takes that um, that uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Momentum moves the momentum forward. You know, that's yeah that's huge. So. Yeah, and I'm like just um, going off of. Uh just going off of like, again, these top, top riders, what they do for consistency. Uh, if Jared and Brandon can just be a little bit better, like they could be right there. Um, you know, or if they're not a little bit better, like Brandon, he won three races last year, but a lot of the season Vandercoy, um, he would be, he would be Brandon. Like there's, I'm looking at Texas Vandercoy was ahead of B Rob, uh, red mile, Laconia, New York, Port Royal, uh, Castle Rock, um, uh, Volusia, the first one, obviously Jared won. There's a lot of races. Jared and B-Rob go back and forth, but the only difference, Rob, we've talked about it, or I've talked about it, is wins. Uh, Brandon won three, which he is good for every year. He's good for two or three wins, and Jared won one. So if Jared can turn, either turn the, you know, he has a bunch of seventh and ninth place finishes, if Vanderkoy can turn those in the fourth and fifth place finishes, or if he can turn the thirds and seconds in the wins, that's what those two need to do to get up in that upper tier of JD Dallas, yep. Ryer, and me. So uh, Brandon gets as Fair. many wins as those top four, but he also has, he got an 11th at Castle Rock. He got a seventh, uh, you know, a couple ninths. So yeah, I mean, it's uh they can be really good, man. I'm a big, I mean, I'm, Everybody on here, I've been around all offseason. Like these top six guys, they're in Florida training. Uh, Meese, I haven't seen too much. I've only been around Meese uh, one or two times this offseason, but um, he looked like shit too. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he, <laughs> he looks good. <laughs> He's going to be good. He just had a kid, man. He just had a second kid. So congrats to the Meese family. Um, yeah, that's really cool. The, the baby had red hair there, Rob. I don't know who's, whose kid it was, but... Um, I don't know. That's, that's, uh, no, it's it's going to be cool. And yeah, with Briar too, like I agree with you. Um, new bikes take development. Going off of what I've seen this offseason down here in Florida, um, Briar's looked... And I know it's the moto track and whatever. It's, it's not a great indicator. He's looked head and shoulders better than everybody. Um, consistent. Yeah. Like he was, he's riding out of his mind. Um, training wise, he looks good. Um, he's, he's riding really good. And if there's anybody who has natural ability, um, you know, we, we did some, we've done some testing. I was there and Briar rode a few different bikes and he was annoyingly fucking good on every single one. Um, so I know he's one of those guys who can jump on and adapt really fast but he's going to need to because if he if he has a couple of finishes where he's fifth or sixth um it's not going to be great but last year the bike they were on was so underpowered he got seventh at the first tread mile and he rode hard so um yeah yeah i think daytona's gonna be good though that's gonna be a great i'm so happy it's a daytona short track opener because it kind of gives guys ability to shake down their stuff and it's such a wild card type race i mean we've both seen Jared Meese literally watched the main event. Not saying he's not going to make the event, main event here. I shouldn't get that <laughs> crazy. But what I'm saying is, though, that like anything can happen at Daytona, like it's not going to happen. But Briar could be on a completely clapped out Ninja 650 and still podium, you know, at, at oh, Daytona yeah, Short Track. Yeah. 
and, well, and and that brings me yeah. to my next thing. Like like say Johnny Lewis. Like I would love to see Johnny on the infield, just fucking them all up. You know that. You know, because it's a track to where you know it's going to play into Johnny's hands. The bike doesn't make the horsepower of the other ones, or at least it didn't. I don't know now. They've been working their asses off, but um, you know, watching him when he won on that thing the other that what was it, a year or two ago, and I was like, oh shit, man! Like you can never tell, but Johnny's a kind of rider. Also, he's going to shove it off up in there. So if he can, if he smells blood in the water, he's going to take a shot at it. So I'm I'm excited to see that too. But I have him down. No, you're good. I have him down in. in uh in my list here i was going to mention but we can talk about the royal infield right now um obviously i'm a big johnny lewis believer i've been around him my whole life i know how talented he is um we don't chat a lot but we get along i would say we're cool i i have a lot of respect for him i with that being said he will qualify really well uh wouldn't surprise me to see him in the top five I haven't seen enough out of him. Um, hopefully he doesn't get pissed at me, but I haven't seen enough out of him that says he can go toe to toe an entire main event against like Jared or Briar. Um, he did already. He got wrecked by Jared. Well, I mean, recently, like, cause the laps are longer. Like it should be a 30. I, I honestly, I don't even know what the times are anymore. Like we still race from, we still do times. Right. So um, the main events are, are longer now. And, you know, the, the infield it's, I think it's an underrated bike. I think it gets, people give it a lot of shit just because it's air cooled, like kind of Suzuki gets in supercross. But, um, I think they've done an amazing job developing that bike hats off to Johnny and his crew. Um, I just don't know if he can, like I said, go the length of a main event with Briar, Jared, B Rob, Dallas, JD. Um, he could very well do it, but it's just, I haven't seen it in a while. Um, but now that his sole focus is just on the super twins class, um, you know, I think he could, I think he could, he, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting. So he's a, a big wild card. Um, he'd be, he's really hard to predict. Like I said, in the, uh, singles classes, there's a, a few guys, he he's one Daytona, like he's, he could very well do it. And then you have Wells who has also won Daytona. He's won it on a single. I haven't seen any video of Wells on this infield. I've seen one picture. I think he posted. Um, I've been around him on the motor track. Wellsy looks good. He's training. He's living at the compound with Johnny. He's dedicated, but I have not seen Wells. I haven't seen him on the bike like at all. So, yeah, but he's ridden so many different bikes. Like Wells is going to be fine. Like he just needs to make sure that his head's on straight, which I'm not saying his head's never on straight, but you know, he's, he's definitely had a few, a couple what I would call bad seasons for him, you know, because I mean, he's a past champion. So, you know, it, I'm not used to seeing him run around in 12th place, but I will say I was really excited when I saw him win that heat race at, uh, there's the Wells, like where did yeah. he come from? So I think yeah. I really do think honestly, I have no, nothing to back this up, but I think that the Johnny Lewis infield is going to breathe a fresh breath of air into uh Wells's program. I think he just needed, I don't know. I don't want to say he just needs somebody to, to hold him. You know, that's, that's kind of weird, but uh, no, he'll be uh, fine. That, but I just don't know what fine means. Like Johnny and Wells, they're great riders, man. Like Johnny's one of the most talented the guys. He's going to make ever the main. Seen. Well, there's 23 riders. I mean, yeah, they'll make the main. Well, no, but I mean, still, there's a few that are going, there are few that are not going to make the main, but I'm just saying, I can like, pick I, a few, I wouldn't be surprised. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. I'm going to pick it right now that Wells will be in the top 10. I'm going to go okay. bold and, and say that I think, cause he's just so talented. And I think that I really do think that 
Top ten um, at Daytona. You're not. Are you talking points? Yeah. We're, okay. Well, we'll, oh well. No, I'm going to wait until we'll after Daytona. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll pick Daytona stuff. But yeah, I think maybe man, we did get off on Daytona a little, just Daytona there. But um, but yeah, the infields like uh, I think like they'll have some good results throughout the year. Johnny can ride TTs well. Um, but I just don't know what that means in terms like this championship. Championships harder to predict because now they're they've combined the twin classes into one. And I just don't know exactly where those guys stack up. Um, I'm really interested in seeing because then I know where I, where I would be <laughs> based off based off some of the you know the results we're going to see. I'm going to be rooting for Johnny Lewis. I'm going to be rooting for Ben Lau. I'm going to be rooting for Janish when he comes in the picture. So um, yeah, so we'll see. Anyway, infield, it's cool that they're coming back. Cool, they have two riders. Um, the next tier of guys I have slightly above them that I think they could, they could possibly, I don't even know if I'm going to say they're going to win. I just think all the wins are going to be tied up from those six guys at the top, but they could sneak up on the podium. We have Bronbo, uh, Bronson, super talented rider. He is as good as anybody talent wise that we've talked about, but he's on a yep. new bike. He's riding the KTM 890. We saw what that bike can do last year. It's it's a really good bike. I don't know how good theirs is going to be. They have a great team, Fast Track Racing. It's uh, Arnie and Amy, uh, nicest people ever. They have, you know, they know great people. They I saw a picture of him with Kenny Roberts. So that guy's, you know, he's pretty good at things. So good guy to have if he's, if he's on your side. Good guy to have <laughs> on your side. He's uh, Bronson is pound for pound. I'm going to say it, Rob. He's the strongest probably the strongest guy out there. Like I've seen him manhandle a bike. No problem. Um, he's strong. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, no, he is, man. And, like and I bam, definitely bam. never count him out. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's going to be good. I don't want to say he's underrated because everybody knows how fast Bronson is. I'm, I'm going to put that in the same tier with, with Briar. If, if they're developing new bikes, which we know Bronson is signed up on a KTM, like you just said. So I think, uh, I really do think that, um, he'll find his way i mean he did have a couple struggles on the, the harley but he has ridden a lot of different bikes so he's gonna be able to use you know his uh, versatility to his advantage just like well i mean i'm not i'm not calling him the national champion just yet but i think that bronson will have a decent season because i hope know, so he, he, we like bronson he's bronson's a yeah, good egg man did. yeah and and obviously briar and bronson they have a lot to race for this year and memory of their mom lisa and and, uh, yeah, they're just gonna, they're, like I said, Briar's been really focused this year and I've met around Bronson much yet. He's, he just got down to Florida. Um, I haven't seen him yet, but, uh, but Bronson's really come a long way. He's recently got married. He's, he's in a good spot mentally and, uh, we're rooting for Brombo. I think he's going to be good. Uh, Davis Fisher, another guy, he spent his winter up in Michigan doing a lot of ice riding him and Ben Lau are riding the radically racing Indian FTRs. Uh, those are yep. good bikes. They have uh, solid funding. I don't know exactly who's working on the bikes. Um, I think Brent Armbruster is working for the infield team, Johnny Lewis. From when I talked to Brent, yeah, um, he's working for that. them. So I don't know where that leaves Ben Lau because he had Armbruster last year. Um, but Ben Lau and Davis, they're solid top ten guys um davis has won a race uh his consistency can be off sometimes um but davis is really talented um so we'll see where they stack up rob uh two more well, and if you think about yards. yeah i was gonna say if you think about davis too though and 
Um, you know, he's been kind of doing his own thing with some support. So now he, I'm, I'm assuming he's actually on a full team with, uh, with those guys. Um, so that might just be another thing. Just, so he doesn't, I know he was like driving his own stuff around. And of course, you know, his Rex is amazing and such a good dude and stuff, but it can take a toll. So maybe being a part of like a slightly bigger team will take some stress and pressures off. And, and I think we all agree. Davis is like one of the nicest kids ever. So, um, he got his first win not long ago. So I think, uh, yeah, man, I, I think he's going to be in there for a few podiums and I hope another win or two for sure. Um, I'm just going to wait for judgment to see how the team works together. Cause yeah, you can be the fastest guy ever. And if you're not gelling with the team and this is not saying he's not going to gel with that team, I really hope he does. I think it's gonna be awesome. I think that's just what he needs. And then, uh, um, Hey, you didn't one other person that I wanted to bring up too. I still have uh, on the I'm still going through the list. Oh, you're I, still going. I thought you said, I thought no. you said the last person on your list. My bad. No. My bad. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead and throw, who do you have? Well, I was going to, I want to give a shout out to, uh, to rush. He's going to be one of the few Harleys out there. I have rush on this tier. Yeah. There you go. See, so I he had some good finishes and, yep. and, you know, bringing it to Daytona. I mean, if anybody can win at Daytona, rush has proven it. So, um, I, um, that race he won last year at uh, Rapid City, Rob, he rode good. Because, like, yeah, I, I felt good did. in that main event. I felt really good. And I passed Jesse, and Mikey passed us both and pulled away. Um, there's yeah. days where Mikey Rush is – he's good. Uh, he can ride a fucking motorcycle, dude. Um, and, and it's yeah. cool that he's on the Harley. You know, we, I only see Cisco on a Harley. Three. Well, Newman's, uh, no, on, Newman's an XR, on an XR. XR, but you have Cisco and Mikey. Um, Mikey's a proven rider, and to have an XG out there, it's just cool to see that matchup, see where it's at. I personally think the XG is a really good bike. Uh, it's underrated now where it's at in this point in the game. So, yeah, Mikey's one Daytona, I think both tracks. He's won Municipal and the short track. And yeah, yeah, man, damn, we're showing his age here a little bit. Sorry, Mikey. We still love yeah, you. He's, he's a veteran though, but he's so cool. Like he's, he's, he's like you said, man, he, on a particular day, man, watch out. And, and that's including the XG, man. I think that he's going to have certain tracks where he's mixing it up, man. And I, I really hope so too. And I, and I, don't, I don't know, know if he's doing a what, full year. Like if he's doing a full year, Rob, he could be, he could get up in the top 10 in points. Like Mikey's a good, well-rounded rider. So so we have Mikey. Yeah. Um, we didn't talk about your boy Sammy. He's on the list for Daytona. Uh, I know he's not doing a full, full schedule. I don't know what he's riding. It's a Yamaha, but I don't know how good it is. Um, he said it was pretty decent. I talked to him a little bit. I'm not going to spill all his beans, but um, I think that uh, one of the bikes that he's on uh, came from the Nick Henderson stable, which is uh, clearly going to be a good bike. Um, and honestly, though, Sammy's not going to sign on to ride something if it's junk. You know, no offense to anybody else out there, but you know, if, if he's on it, he's riding. I've it, seen Sammy ride some weird shit. <laughs> you remember his Cali had like the uh, had like the air cleaner on the side or whatever. <laughs> no, that was the radiator on the side. Oh, the radiator. Sorry, that's what I meant. Radiator. Yeah. Yep. Uh, no, Sammy. I, I mean, he didn't forget how to ride a bike. I seen video he posted yesterday at a short track, and oh shit, I'm looking at his entry or his uh sponsor list and he's got the hannah ray which is that um the only fans girl that sp sponsored logan carnow uh last year did you know he was getting that sponsorship i don't know who that is the hannah ray she's like an only fans girl like she she does only fans she's she sponsored logan carnow last year in supercross and 
um, they did like a bunch of podcasts with her. It was like a big news. Like he had an OnlyFans girl on his side shroud. And I recognize that name. It's, it's she, she's on his sponsor list. That's so funny. I'll have to ask him about it. Fucking Sammy, oh. dude. Only Sammy. Only Sammy. Or Chad. I, that'd be a Chad thing too. But um, all right. Go on with it, Sammy. Yeah, he could be good, Rob. Um, fuck, that threw me off. <laughs> uh he could be good sammy's won he's won daytona a lot probably more than almost any of them i think he um, has i think he still has more win. of course some of them came on singles uh, i know i was right there but i think uh um yeah I, i'm not gonna count him out he's he's he knows how to ride a yamaha too i mean he's he's ridden them and it's Sammy, dude. It's a little Sammy. He he'll figure something out and he'll maybe get a second row start and coming out of turn one, he'll be leading and bounce off of four dudes. Like there's no telling. Dude, currently everybody is on their phone googling the Hannah Ray. <laughs> so oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. Everybody like <laughs> Rob. So Hannah Ray needs to sponsor the podcast. It sounds like we're giving her some shout outs. Yeah, I'd have to run that by the misses. I don't know if uh if that'd be a the, the play call or not, but uh, good for Sammy, dude. That's sick. Uh. All right, so we have Sammy, and then I have Bromley on there. Um, he's gotten top five at Daytona on the Twin in 2020. Yep. He is he's a podium guy in Production Twins consistently. He's won a Production Twins race, and the Yamaha I think is a good bike for that racetrack. Rob, I think I think he'll be good. I don't know what that means. He's riding two classes, so. Um, it used to be easier when we had production singles, super twins, you had that one race in between, he's literally going to have to jump off the single and go right onto the super twin. So I hope he's doing some training because that's going to be tougher than it usually is. Um, Daytona. Mm, I think Daytona is one of the more mild ones. Like at nighttime, it gets pretty cool and like you don't really use a lot of energy at Daytona actually more, not as much as you would at like Lima, but a lot of that's weather related. Um, I think weather related is, is more of a hindrance on your endurance than like track related. Like if Lima ran at night, like in the, like, like October, you wouldn't get nearly as tired as you do hundred degree June. Oh, Um, for sure. 100%. So we have them. And then I have uh, Colby Colby's on the uh, G and G bike. I know that bike very well. If I was racing on that bike, I would be going into Daytona thinking I have a bike to win. Um, based on our package we have, I don't know what setup they're doing or what they're doing with the bikes. I haven't talked to John and LJ about that too much. Um, I've seen Colby down here. He's been doing some of these off-season races. Has a lo- has looked a little off, but um, he came down later, so he's probably just getting in the flow of things. But um, but that bike's capable, um, you know, and I, it wouldn't surprise me to see them do well. Uh, I hope they do well. I love John and LJ. They're they're my guys for so long. Um, but that bike's really good for that racetrack. When we were there, we won the finale, and that bike was it was one of the best tracks that bike's been at, which says a lot because it's been good on a lot of racetracks. Uh, Cam Smith, Yamaha, Cam, and he's an, he's another one too, man. Like. He'll, he'll run around in like 10th or 12th and in certain races you're like damn he's a qualified on pole like, i'm not saying he's gonna out qualify on pole in the super twins but i wouldn't be i wouldn't i wouldn't sweat on him to get you know a top 10 especially at daytona man he's the sketchier the track seems to be the faster and better he goes on certain stuff too like greenville's a perfect example it's like it gets skittery dry you know just dude still wide open like it's the first round of practice like after a fresh 
you know, he just he he just doesn't doesn't seem to mind it and uh and he goes good I'm, I'm i hope he does well too i love cam cam's one of my guys we definitely got away from the overall points in this class but i don't like talking about these riders i don't know how many of these twins guys are gonna do every race like is cameron doing every race colby probably will um bronson will um bromley definitely isn't because he has a singles license sammy isn't jordan harris he won't do all the races newman probably is so real quick hold on you you made me just think of something too. So like we're going back to Bromley because you can have like X amount of wild cards, right? Like something like five or six. You said I think. Well, I, I there was two more. I'll just throw this the two names in quick: Kale Colkman no, no, no. and, and Billy oh. Ross. There's two more that I think could be good at Daytona, but I don't. Yeah, know. Billy's won a national. I don't know how so many he'll... guys are doing the Super Twins the whole year. Like right now, it looks decent on paper. We have 23 at Daytona, but that's actually like we might have 15 or 16 on a lot of these racetracks this year. And I think they're anticipating we'd get more, but we're just not, I don't see them on the, I don't see them. We're going to have like Briar's not on this entry list right now. There's 23. So obviously there's 24, but we just still aren't getting the entries, but it's cool to see the mix of names in here. At least Uh, what were you going to say about Bromley? Well, I was going to say also, I like seeing six different twins manufacturers at Daytona too. That's, that's huge as well. Um, used to be it'd be like a shitload of Harley XR 750s, and and then it became a bunch of XRs, and then a few Cowies, and it became all Cowies and a couple XRs, and it became all Indians with a couple XGs. And I yeah. mean, obviously the Indians are still probably the bike to beat, but it is cool seeing a mix. But uh, no, for so for Bromley specifically, and other guys that are, might be running both, did you tell me that AFT has a thing like you can run the one class, and then you have six five or six yeah. wild cards you can six. ride so yep, what if 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 so do you have to pick like say is bromley going to be mainly a twins rider and ride six singles no, or you're going to be mainly a singles rider you got to be mainly you can't be a twins rider and take singles provisionals you got to be a singles rider and you can take twin okay. provisionals which i think it should go either way okay. but he Dude, is i would love do. to see briar and jared on a single somewhere <laughs> yeah i don't think they'd love to see it but we'd like to um but yeah, and then you can, like at the end of those six rounds, like say Bromley doubles up and does six singles and six twins, he decides he wants to ride the twin the rest of the year. He can just park the single and just ride the twin then, from my, from my understanding. Like he doesn't. Yeah, and that, that yeah. makes sense because he gets to kind of see what she's more competitive on. Or, you know, because I, I don't I think know what level their Yamaha's the are at. I think he'll stay on the single, really, because. Um, I'm going to say it's going to come down to results. And money, because, I mean, dude, if he's making more finishing top tens and twins, I mean, it'd be a no-brainer. I mean, yeah, it's cool to win singles races, too, but, um, of course, some of the guys, some of the guys, too, Rob, and we'll, like, wrap this up soon. I want to make sure we we shout a couple more sponsors here before we get to this next segment. Uh, Moto America, make sure you check out Daytona 200, March 11th, 2023. Come find me. I'll be hanging out. I'm excited for the 200. We'll do a preview pod on that here in the next few days. Baggers, Twins Cup, Super Hooligan Racing. Uh, If you can't be in Daytona, subscribe to their Live Plus package. And then a shout-out to Dunlop Motorcycle Tires, 19-inch and 17-inch flat-track tires, off-road, street, moto, DunlopMotorcycleTires.com. And I want to give a shout-out. We we talk about them a lot, but Jerry Stinchfield keeps so many of us going in the industry, keeps the podcast going. Commercial Industrial Roofing Company with nearly 40 years of experience. Check out Jerry's website, CommercialRoofSystems.net. Looking at this non-Daytona list, Rob, um, Jesse Janish, he's going to be doing select races with Wally Brown. 
I wish he was doing Daytona. I think Jesse would do pretty well on that bike, on that track. So I'm bummed he's not going to be out there. He will be really, really good on certain tracks on that bike. Jesse has a lot of racecraft right now. He's riding really well. Um, I train and hang with Jesse quite a bit. He's one of my good friends, and I'm excited to finally get him on the track when, whenever. I think Sonoy is their first race. Um, I don't see Brandon Price. I don't think he's racing this year, Rob. He might maybe do a couple later in the year, but I don't think there's any indicator that Brandon Price is racing, which is a, a damn shame because he's – really young talented rider he's got a couple second place three second place finishes i think it is um i didn't i don't see pearson on there rob pearson's been literally I, in the pro I, ranks for years and i, don't I actually see got to on there i got to speak down or i should speak down i got to sit down and speak with pearson uh, a little bit at uh the louisiana um rpm race and I was kind of bummed coming away from that because he says, man, I just don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if I'm, I might just do outlaw, I might do select rounds. Um, he didn't indicate an option of doing the whole season. So I don't know if just no bikes are available, no support or what. But uh, like you said, man, bugs, and especially missing Daytona. Like Daytona's another one where, you know, he's he's a veteran, but he's good at rough tracks. And, and it's I mean, the end of an error. Tracks, but it's an end of an era, yeah. like the mid two thousands guys. Like there aren't many of us left, <laughs> and uh, I oh, hate I to think, see what bugs. Me, me's, <laughs> me's, and Brandon is kind of the end of that era a little bit. JD yeah. was like kind of Sammy. early two thousand ten. Sammy, um, Carver's still hurt. He's recovering from his injury. I don't know if he's racing later in the year. I think we would see Carver maybe later in the year. Yeah, he's, um, he's planning on it. He said he was in the best shape of his life. Unfortunately, he did get bruised up and beat up pretty good at Pensacola on the back straightaway. But uh he did uh man in typical Carver fashion, just you know, being a good dude all around. He uh he's the I think he's instrumental in getting uh Burt whistle over. So we lost yeah. Carver but he did his due diligence for the sport and uh and put yep. he's uh sponsoring somebody I believe. So uh Yeah and I got know, to Carver, see him a little bit gold. this off season. He's down here in Florida. Uh Wiles, we don't know what Wiles is doing. Maybe he'll do one or two races. I hope he does which it's good to have Henry on the grid or however you want to say it, the starting line. Um, he, he has a lot of fans and it's, it's always good to have somebody like that on the, uh, on the, uh, on the starting line, Nick Armstrong. I know he'll do some races. I think he'll probably just do like the miles and the California events. Um, yeah, Rob. So we really don't have, we don't have the entries in the twins. We thought we would, but um, overly, you know, cause it's, so that's hard to predict the points or where guys are going to be. And we talked about that a little bit, um but yeah it's pretty much those six guys and i think you could so a lot of these riders could very well get top 10 in points too like um i think it's wide open from like seventh on down so if you show up you make some main events and you have a couple good results just like in the singles if you get a good top five or um like a top three if one of these wild cards can squeak onto the podium it's really going to jump them up in the points so yeah, it's going to be a good year, Rob. Uh, it's a different landscape with just two classes. I'm excited as a fan to see how it shakes out. A lot of new bikes, a lot of new teams. Um, I'm I'm having a tough time with it. I'm going to be transparent that we're coming close to the start of the year, and it's just very different for me to, to not be involved in um, any of that stuff. Um, so I'm I'm really struggling to get through Daytona. Um, but as a fan, I'm excited for, for everybody to be out there. <laughs> it's just not me. Yeah. Um, but it'll be, it'll be cool. And yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be an interesting Can't year. Wait. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be, be good. good. 
So, um, yeah, I think that's a wrap. We'll uh, we'll talk more after Daytona. Um, that was longer than we thought it would be. But Rob, thanks for yeah, man. We just like talking dude. motorcycles. No, nah, we I'm could going... go on forever. So. I'm going back in my dungeon, man. So yeah, y'all be good, and uh, we'll we'll see everybody in Daytona. And uh, if you like the pod, come holler at us. If you hate the pod, come holler at us, and we'll holler back at you. So uh, either way, man. Uh, everybody that's driving Daytona, you guys be safe, and all the teams. Hope you got all your bikes ready to go, and uh, we'll see you guys soon. All right, Rob. I'm gonna wrap it up here. Appreciate you. Sounds good, bud. See you guys. All right. All right. So I just wanted to make sure I didn't skip over anything I needed to talk about. Rob was texting me. We gotta wrap it up. I gotta go. So. Um, yeah, I think kind of, I think I've mentioned everybody I can see on here. Um, some other twins guys that I'm excited to see on the entry list, at least in Daytona, Michael Hill production twins guy. I think I mentioned Cisco, Jordan Harris on the Ryan Varnes racing. Jordan's a good friend of mine and man, I miss my boy Ryan. So it's cool to see him on the bikes and, and Kevin and them involved. I don't know. I'm certain they're not doing a whole year, but they could uh we'll see it's cool to see jordan out there uh we talked about it briefly brandon newman on the xr 750 that's a bold move um it's good that we have the the xr lives on uh and honestly like fuck i'd love to ride an xr again so i'm a little jealous of newman so yeah that's uh that'd be cool the harley fans people love that shit man so that'll be cool uh, Jeffrey Lowry's on the entry list. Uh, Mitch Harvat, Pennsylvania kid. Yeah, so that's the Daytona list. Um, again, like just picking a single single champion is so hard. It's so hard for me and to predict or whatever. But I think you guys got a general general idea of who we think the players will be, and I think we'll see. There's probably some guys on here we haven't even talked about who might show up later in the year. Like, I don't know if, I don't know if Eslick, I know he's doing the 200. He's focused on that. I don't know if he'll show up later in the year for some wild cards. I think the way the format is now, you might see more wild card riders show up and do a race or two, but it's hard to uh, also predict that. Um, I'm looking here, some other names, uh, Jeremiah Duffy, Ronnie Jones. I don't know what Ronnie's doing, man. If Ronnie's going to, Ronnie going to come back for a 54th season. We'll have to see. I love Ronnie. That's my guy. Uh, I want to give a class, uh shout out to the class of 79. We've talked about it a little bit, but uh, Ronnie and Jackie Mitchell and everybody, uh, Brad Baker and Tim Essenson, everybody involved in that charity as well. They're doing a lot of really cool things, a new chapter in what they're doing. So I'm excited to see, see that this year and uh, have them at as many races as possible. I'm just going to scroll back to the singles here and just double check. Uh, Gage Smith, I haven't seen him on the entry list. Uh, he, he's a really good young rider, um, but I haven't heard much about what he's doing. Ferran Carduce, I don't know what Ferran's doing. He's obviously capable of podiums. Uh, he's extremely sendy. That guy loves the throttle. He's, he's a good rider. Um, going down the list, Damon Ream, uh, Logan McGrain, couple other PA kids that are be racing. And we talked about all the rookies. Uh, Tyler Scott, I'm looking at the bottom of the singles list here. He is, I don't think, allowed to race this year. He signed a deal with the M4 Suzuki team in Moto America to run the Super Sport class. We'll talk about Tyler Scott when we talk about the uh, Daytona 200. Um, yeah, no, it'll be a good year. Looking again at the uh, the schedule, 
Um, the schedule is really interesting this year. It's got a good mix of events. Uh, again, I think we could have more cushions. We don't have enough cushions ever, I feel like. But, you know, two at Daytona short track, Sonoya short track. That's a short track. Okay. Well, Sonoya is listed as a short track, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty big. I guess it's like Atlanta short track. Um, that's actually crazy. Sonoya is big. Okay. So Sonoya short track, Arizona super TT back on a TT clay half mile at devil's bowl, really technical clay half mile venture short track, which is, I think it's a clay little short track and, and SoCal sack mile, uh, red mile, the coin mile. So you have three miles in a row, uh, Lima half mile, the first and only cushion of the year, uh, mineral wells, which I've raced there. It's uh banked technical clay half mile, orange County in Middletown, New York banked clay half mile technical, uh, Bridgeport, which is a really well-known car track near me. It's, uh, right outside Philadelphia, uh, ish in, uh, Swedesboro, New Jersey, um clay should be uh that should be a really good track for racing peoria tt buffalo chip let's go stoked on the chip wish i was racing the chip that's like one of the ones i i would like i really want to race um castle rock tt and then finishing off at springfield mile so yeah a lot of tts miles half miles good mixture short track so um we'll definitely get a good indicator of who is the best all-around rider um and team based on this schedule i don't think it favors one particular brand or rider more than the other. Like you're going to need to be good on every single kind of track. So um, yeah, want to give a shout out again to Yamaha Motorsports, check out their website, yamahamotorsports.com. Check out the new motorcycles. They're uh, man. They're so good. These, these Yamaha 23, four fifties, a lot of guys down here riding them. Um, Trevor Bruners looked really good on his uh, at, uh, at over the weekend, uh, Tom drain, uh, my motorbike's sick. I love my my YZ450F. Uh, motorcycle, ATV, side-by-side, snowmobile and power products, Yamaha revs your heart. Bell helmets, check out Bell helmets to view their full line of products. I wear the Race Star Flex, the Moto 10. Cruise wears the Moto 9. Uh, the quality and safety is unmatched. If you start tank slapping, you want to be protected by Bell. Manscaped, check out their website. Buy some products. Stay freshly shaved. Cody Cop shaved his legs, guys. He is he's all in on the, on the shaved. So, uh, we love to see it. Um, 20% off and free shipping worldwide with the code tankslop 20, whatever little manlyhood or whatever man manlyhood, is that the word Cody had? He kind of took it away when he shaved his legs. He looks like he's 12 years old now with, uh, with shaved legs, but, uh, yeah, it's uh lap times. Don't lie. He's, he was way faster after he shaved his legs. So snag a manscaped again, 20% off and free shipping. On their website, the code is tankslap20. Uh, this is a long one. This is good. I'll be at the Steve Nace races during bike week. Come say hi. Um, it's gonna be uh, not boring. We love racing. We love, but I'm you know I, I, I so they're long days. So come chat. Come chat about the podcast. Chat about the season. Come see me. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to get you know. It's been a long off season. The, the kids have been working hard. Uh, everybody's been working on bikes, working on their training work. Dude, it's time to go. Um, you can talk about it, think about it for months and eventually the green light goes and you got to get the job done. So I'm excited to see how these riders do this year and it'll be, uh, it'll be fun. So hope you guys can support the, uh, the tracks, the riders come out and watch and yeah, let's get it going. First season as a 
non-racer. It's uh, going to be weird. Subscribe, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and just, yeah, appreciate you guys for the support. We out. <laughs>